Welcome to And With Your Spirit, a homily podcast that takes preaching out of the sanctuary and moves it into your daily life. Let us make ourselves open to the voice of Christ and the movement of the Holy Spirit, that we might be transformed. At the beginning of Advent, I was um, visiting a parishioner who was in the hospital, a local hospital, and they had put up their nativity scene in their kind of lobby area as you walk in. And it was very nicely done, nice large statues and of everyone that's supposed to be there, the holy family, the wise men, the donkeys, of course, all the usual suspects were gathered. But around the perimeter of this nativity scene, they had set up not uh, velvet ropes or nice Christmas trees, beautifully decorated, but caution tape. And it said, caution, do not enter, all around the perimeter of this nativity scene. I have to admit, it looked more like a crime scene than it did the most important event in human history. At first, I thought maybe one of the shepherds had been mauled by one of his sheep. And, and then off to the side, it, it had a, sign, a separate sign that said, fragile, do not touch. And I suspect that all of these warnings were for little klepto kids who wanted to go in and steal one of the sheep and take them home. For themselves, but it was probably one of the most striking nativity scenes I've ever seen. And it hit me as I was riding the elevator up to the room of the patient that I was visiting that God really should have read those warnings before he entered the world. Because this world is something of a crime scene, it is a broken place, a place that often seems dark and without hope. And it would be enough just to read that long genealogy of Jesus that is filled with a slew of names of sinners, sometimes horrible sinners, people that we wouldn't even want to associate with in our lives. And yet, Jesus comes at the end of that long list. He came because we are broken, because we are hurt people, And as the saying goes, hurt people, hurt people. And God knew that. And God wants to heal us. He wanted to come to save us, to give us a new recognition of our dignity and of our goodness and of the greatness that we were really made for. And so let's not let this little child Jesus fool us. He didn't come for the soft diapers and the lullabies. He came to get his divinity dirty with our sins. He came for you and for me because we were worth it. But even more than that, he came not just to save us, but to help us, to help him to save others. This is the the magnificence of the incarnation, that God joins us in our humanity in order to use our humanity to save our brothers and sisters, to call them back to himself so that they can recognize the beauty for which they were made. This is the whole purpose of the church in the world today. To be the presence of Christ that calls all people back to the God who has come looking for them. And that means that you and I have to break through that caution tape and deal with the fragility of our brokenness, the fragility of human nature. It means serving others in charity, not just because they have a need, but to introduce them to the person of Jesus Christ who lives and moves in us. 
It means sitting with those in sadness and despair, not to give them some sort of temporary comfort, but to accompany them in their pain and to remind them of the one who has come to call them to greatness. It means listening and not judging. It means healing instead of wounding. It means teaching instead of condemning. Christ came to hold on to us with a love that is unbelievable. That the maker of everything, we heard about it in that gospel passage today, the one through whom all things were made, came to save you and I as one of us. And God wouldn't do that if we weren't worth it. God doesn't send his son for someone who's not worth it. God sent his son precisely to say to us, to you and I, you're worth it. I would, I'll give my son for you because you're worth it. It was striking and just yesterday as we were processing in, the cross was leading the way and I was carrying the child Jesus at the end of the procession and I thought, this is so strange. It's the same Jesus. The same one that came to us in diapers is the one who gives himself to us on the cross. The same Jesus. And that's precisely why he came. To give his life to help us to win this battle of salvation. And that means that the church, which means us, always has to point to the presence of Christ. Not to our own agendas or to our own strategies, but always to Christ. Because without Christ, the church is nothing. But without the church, Christ remains distant and abstract. And this is why today the church announces with great joy, today is born our Savior. Not today God loves you. Not today God cares about you. But today is born the Savior. Today the Lord of the universe and maker of all things comes in the flesh of a tiny child in order to join you and I on this path of salvation. And so today, you and I have to announce to our family and to our friends and to our enemies and to the guy that annoys us in the cubicle next to us at work and the people that we don't even like, to everyone in this world that Christ has come for you. Because there are still people in this world who do not know that Christ has come for them. That he knows them personally. That he loves them personally. No matter where you are, no matter what they've done, no matter how often they turn away or forget, God has come to save them. And so the conversion of the world happens in this way. Wars can end. Life can be respected. The greatness of the human person can be rediscovered. If we make the announcement that Christ has come, and not just by our words, but by the way that we live, by the way that we love, by the way that we give ourselves as Christ has given himself for us. And so I hope that this Christmas will be a time for us to go running to the Lord or to go limping to the Lord or to go crying to the Lord, wherever we are, whatever's happening in our lives, whatever's brought us here today, 
I don't know if, if you're here because you really want to be here or because someone in your family has guilted you into coming or your girlfriend invited you and you don't want her to break up with you. It doesn't matter. God will use anything. And so it's good that you're here because the Lord wants you to know that more than the stars in the sky or the mountains or the sand on the shore of the sea, God loves you more than anything. And so this Christmas, let this Christmas be a reminder that no matter how close or how far you have come in your relationship with God, he wants you even closer. He wants to embrace you with a tenderness that we cannot even imagine. And so thank God for the gift of his son who comes to give us peace and fulfillment and to call us to the destiny of greatness.